What's up, everybody? We're back. Uh, this is all for fun now, man. We turned in the project yesterday, or I guess last weekend, this weekend, and uh, that's it, man. I'm gonna keep doing the podcast every Monday or Tuesday. I I had to release that one Thursday because that was kind of when it was due, and I tried to make it, you know, as funny and also as clean as I could make it. But it ended up being a fun episode, actually. Like, it's the one I turned in for school, but it's not like I talked about, like, uh, I don't know, anything U- UTA-related or school-related. I, d- I actually got to talk about my trip to New York, um, which which was cool. I'd never been. I might go again in the, in the winter because I have a death wish, you know, I, and I don't believe in COVID. So, so, you know, I'll go see the Statue of Liberty. Maybe they'll put a giant mask on it. That's one thing I do like about the, the the COVID times. They put masks on funny shit. Like you go to the Bucky's and you see a giant beaver in a mask. I uh, I drove by by the zoo. They put a mask on. We have this giant iguana at the Fort Worth Zoo, and during holidays the they'll dress it up crazy. Like they'll put a Christmas hat on him for Christmas, a Santa hat. Uh, for Halloween, I don't know if they do anything. I hope they do. I, I don't, I need to drive out there. Maybe they put a little witch's hat on them or, a an Indian headdress or something, you know? Got, what if they did that? What if they gave the iguana, like, an offensive costume? Got the zoo canceled. Iguanas would be the type... Dude, iguanas don't freak me out as much as, uh, Komodo dragons. Think about it, a Komodo dragon, man. It's it's too small to be a real dragon, but it's way too big to be like a lizard. If that doesn't make you want to buy a gun, then I don't know what will, you know? Like, if I was, uh, just, if I were to open my garage and there was a Komodo dragon staring at me, my first thought would be, I'm jumping over the dragon. Because I can't let him spit on me. That's how they get you. So you got to run in like a serpentine pattern to avoid some spit. Because I I watched a thing on these bad boys, right? And I'm, I might be wrong. This could be a, another... My, see, I don't have anything in front of me because my computer's updating right now. And I told myself I'd just mess around until my computer is updated. Then we can get into the, the real facts and the news and the hard-hitting stuff. But... As for right now, I want you to go on this with me. You open your garage. Iguana. No, not an iguana. Komodo dragon. Can't let them spin on you, because that's what they do. They poison you, then they follow you around all day. They slow play you. And then you pass out from poison exhaustion. Because it's exhausting being poisoned. It's really tiring. And it's probably exhausting to poison people, too. That's why uh, Bill Cosby looks so bad. You know, you look at him and he just looks tired because it's a, and, and that's the same thing. The Komodo dragon will follow you around, wait for you to pass out, and then they'll just eat you. They'll eat you up. So you got to jump over the Komodo dragon. Then you drive to the gun store, buy a gun, drive back and shoot up that, that, uh, that dragon. And that's the only thing you can do. I guess, I guess a sword. Komodo dragon versus uh, swords would be would be a fair fight. 
But dude, that's crazy, man. They spit on you. Camels will spit on you. But they don't really... I don't, I don't think their spit really does anything other than kind of gross you out. Bro, one time I went to a... Uh, exotic zoo not like a joe exotic zoo but it was like a exotic like pet resort and i don't know how exotic it was actually i don't think i think i'm adding exotic to it but there was really i mean there was some like you know bisons uh there was a giant camel and they let you kiss the camel you know what i mean like you could put a little like pellet of food in your mouth and give that bad boy a little smooch you know just kind of uh Stick your lips through the gate. Now, I was a little worried that the camel was going to rip my face off. That's the elephant in the room when you're kissing camels, right? Also, uh, this was before COVID. This was a before COVID thing. I feel like the spread of uh, COVID through kissing camels, like one after another, like you line up and give this little, this little camel a little peck. You know, it's a kissing booth, but, but there's really, it's just a camel. And it's crazy, man. I, I I don't know the gender of the camel, so I can't really tell you if it was gay or not. I would like to think it was a um, non-binary camel, so everybody was good. It was everybody was good on all fronts as far as the the camel kissing. Because there's one thing to kiss a camel, and then it's like you kissed a dude camel. That's a is that more to it, or does that make it a I feel like, actually, it might be worse if it's a girl camel. Because that sexualizes it a little bit, you know? Because if you kiss your boy, your boy camel, like you and your camel, you just go, you give him a little peck. I mean, that's just what friends do. That's just what, uh, like, people let their dog lick them on the face. And this is just kissing, this is just uh, doing the Beauty and the Beast. No, no, wrong Disney movie. Lady and the Tramp. With the camel. Now I like the lady in the. Unlike the lady in the tramp. There was way less build up. Because you've seen those little pellets of food right. Those little brown. little They look like somebody took a little slice of beef jerky. The little beef jerky slips. But it's not like beef jerky. It's like a pellet. You go to those places like the drive through zoos. Where you don't get out of your car. But you can uh, roll down the window. They give you that paper sack full of full of food and then kids chunk it at, at like deer and stuff and try to hit it in the face i see it all the time man it's the sociopaths that are about to be unleashed on this world it, it's crazy you really see like i mean they go for blood on these freaking uh, uh, these deer man they're grabbing horns and then the the parents are just instagramming they're just TikToking the whole thing but yeah, I mean, if you've done that, you've seen what these little pellets are. There's not much anticipation on kissing that camel. It just, you go right in for it, which is cool, you know. You don't have time to be nervous or back out. And I guess the camel's a trained kisser. So there's two, there's two ways to look at how that, tr that camel got trained to kiss, right? They knew that either, all right, so this is what I'm hoping happened, right? That they knew uh, a kissing camel would be a good draw to their resort. So they taught a camel how to kiss. And it was a good, it was a good system for the camel. Because he would kiss, he would get some food, and he liked it. You know, you give him a little pet, you give him a little head rub. 
you know? That'd make the camel feel good. Uh, I, I would hope he had a good relationship with the trainer. It wasn't a SeaWorld situation or a Joe Exotic situation. It was uh, more of a free willy. I, I, I now it's been a long time since I've seen Free Willy. Free Willy's about the dolphin that kind of develops a relationship with the kid, right? And then they go back and forth and talk and hang for a little bit, right? Relate to each other's lives. That's that's what I'm hoping happened. But there's also, you know, there could have been a farmer that liked to fuck camels. And then this, I mean, that's not good. And this this resort buys the camel. And now he's over here just trying to give everybody a kiss all the time. Because that's what the camel knows. He's over here uh, just smooching up on the, on the zookeepers. So he's getting passed around because this camel just doesn't know how to, how to keep to himself. And a resort's like, okay, well, we'll hoe him out. So now we got this, this camel being pimped out by a zoo. But, but I'd like to think it's not like that. The, cam- the camel seemed to be chilling, man. And he was, uh, I think he was into it. He was kissing, he was kissing me, he kissed my girlfriend, uh, our, whole, our whole squad, man. The camel was not picky about who he gave the, the, the food kiss to, you know? That kiss of food. And I guess, I mean, when you got no arms and someone's feeding you, I guess it really doesn't matter where where it comes from, right? If it's a finger, they don't know the difference between that or a lip. They'd just be like, man, this guy, why is he passing me this food this way? I feel like there would be an easier way to do it. Or just put it on the ground, I'll get to it later. But they're like, whatever, man. And it, and it is about head level with the camel. I don't know if camels have back problems because they're, you know, they got the humps and shit. That could easily be a factor to why this camel... You know, so down to kiss. But yeah, man, exotic zoos are crazy. I I would go to one. Would that get me canceled? Is that one of those things where exotic zoos are bad? Or, uh, I mean, I feel like it's a lot like carnivals. Like, the, I'm sure the people who run most exotic zoos are pretty crazy. But the people who uh, run carnivals are crazy too. But I love a I love a tilt a whirl, you know. I love a uh, I love carnival rides because you get the fun of the ride with the added danger of you might die. Or if you're on if you're on a Ferris wheel, that Ferris wheel might just start rolling down the city and take out half of Seventh Street, and that would be a crazy way to die. You might go and and try to get an elote. And they're gonna call it corn on the corn in the cup, and you're gonna say, uh, "Hey, can I get an elote?" And the guy's gonna say, "Hey, I don't know what that is." And you're gonna say, "Well, you're a corn on the cup stand. I wouldn't come to you and ask for lemonade. Look down, and uh, th- that's probably what I want." And then you're gonna look down, and. Your shirt's going to be covered in blood because the carny stabbed you 32 times in the chest while you were talking. And that's just how a carnival goes, man. It could go up, it could go down like, like a Ferris wheel. I didn't get to go to the state fair this year because COVID. 
and I didn't get to go the last 10 years because I'm an adult. <laughs> now, uh, I feel like if you, I would, I don't mind going to the state fair. I feel like it would be fun, you know, now that, and, I mean, I feel like if you have a deep fryer though, you never need to buy a ticket to a state fair again, right? Like how much is a ticket to a state fair compared to a deep fryer price? Just deep fry your own Twinkies and Dr. Pepper at home and call it a day, right? Like big techs literally burn down and that's a thing that happened. Uh, the, I, did they replace big techs? I need to look that up. Let me, let me do some Googling here on big techs. New big techs. All right. So new big text just looks like a bunch of kids stacked on top of each other in, in a trench coat. You know that movie where the, the kids stand on top of each other in a trench coat? That's what big text looks like right now. He looks like uh, like four toddlers uh, on top of each other crammed into boots. And he has the face of Ted Cruz. The, t big text is it's way more scary now than he was when he was on fire. Oh my god, the old Big Tex is crazy. When was this one from? Big Tex. He literally looks like he's he's holding his hand out, going like, Halt! Stop right there! And his fucking, his eyes are bugging out. They're bugging out. That's crazy, man. So how old? He was at least 60 years old. And I think they redid him. And I guess when they redid him, that's the one that burned down. But yeah, won't catch me. Won't catch me there. Unless, uh, I don't know, man. I've never had a deep fried Twinkie. Aren't, aren't Twinkies already fried? And that's what a Twinkie is? Or like Dr. Pepper. When they say they deep fry like, uh, like liquids. How does that work, you know? Is it gonna be like a gusher, like a fruit gusher of uh, just batter, and then I I bite into it and it's Dr Pepper, scalding my mouth, a hundred and fucking thirty degrees in my mouth. That sounds awful, but I'd try it. Man, I saw some great. I saw some straight up anti maskers at La Madeleine, you know, and that's a fancy ish restaurant. That isn't really even a restaurant. It's kind of like a, I don't know. It's a step above fast food, but it's French food. So it seems fancy. So there was this lady and her, this old lady and her daughter. And she, she comes in, no mask. Which again, I mean, I'm not, I don't care. Whatever, do your thing. I mean, I wear one. I don't know why you're fucking special, you know. And then your daughter is gonna, so they claimed it was like medical. I don't know any medical condition that stops you from wearing a mask, you know? And I don't like the mask. A lot of people are mask bootlickers, bro. They'll be like, I'm going to wear this mask till the day I die. I'm going to fuck in this mask. I'm going to get married in my mask. I'm going to sleep in my mask. And, and that's just the way it's going to be. And if you have anything bad to say about the mask, then you're a right-wing piece of shit and that's just not the case man you cannot like the mask but still wear the mask into the store out of respect for people 
And that's where the people like this step in and ruin it for people who are just realistic about shit, right? Like you almost can't even admit like, hey, wearing this mask sucks. I'd rather not wear the piece of cloth that itches my mustache, right? But you can't say that because everybody will look at you funny. Now these people come in. The old lady looks like she hasn't showered in like, she's like probably 30, dude. She's probably like 30 or 40, but I'm calling her old lady because she just looks like an old lady. She hasn't showered in, I don't know. I could buy that she has a medical condition, but like it's both of you. Like your daughter doesn't have to wear a mask and you don't have to wear a mask and anyone that comes with you doesn't have to wear a mask because you've got what, diabetes? Like calm the fuck, what is that? If anything, like, the people who are, uh, like, medically claiming they can't wear a mask are probably the ones that need the mask the most, but they're too dumb to see it. But I- I'm not here to tell you to wear the mask or not. I don't give a fuck what you do. But I will say, th- these ladies sucked. And they walked into La Madeleine, and that's kind of a fancy place. And when I go to La Madeleine, I'm trying to, I'm trying to set a certain mood, you know? Get something going with my girl for the weekend. Man, it's Sunday. That's our day together. I'm taking her out on a little fancy lunch while we wait to sell our clothes at Plato's Closet. And you're going to come in, not wear a mask, and then it cause a scene in the whole restaurant. It was a screaming match between three... It was a triangular screaming match between these two people, uh, the no-maskers, this other civilian, this dude, who, who looked like a football coach, like a high school football coach, and he snitched on these people quick, dude. He wasn't playing. And, I mean, I don't care. I, I thought it was hilarious. I just love to see chaos. So I'm glad he fucking did it. He, he was like, hey, these two people don't have masks on. They don't have masks. Why do you not have to wear a mask, but I have to wear a mask? They have no ma- manager. I want a manager. And he got himself a fucking manager. And I was... Now, me and me and my girl were paying for our food. So we were at a safe distance to watch the, the whole place crumble to the ground, dude. So the manager comes out. He hands these people some screens. The mom ditches her daughter to, like, go do something. I don't know. I think she went to the bathroom real quick. So this, like, I don't know, high school-aged daughter is taking the brunt of this grown man just screaming at her. But she's kind of being a bitch about it, too. So, I mean, hey, she deserves to get screamed at a little bit. Like, if think about it. If your mom raised it, and I don't know these people's situations again. I'm judging their entire lives based off of, like, a five-minute interaction. But that's what you got to do sometimes. And sometimes a five-minute interaction can tell you all you need to know about someone's whole life. And if you're a piece of shit, you're going to be a piece of shit in most of what your interactions are. So this this high school age girl, she's going to be trained by her mom to just like not wear a mask, fuck it all, tell them you have diabetes. She's going to go to school, try to pull that same shit, and no one's going to buy that, right? Because you, when you're an older lady, I think something happens when you turn 30, people are just like, I don't give a fuck. But if me and my girlfriend, like, being, like, in our 20s tried to pull that no-mask shit and just be like, eh, can't do it, don't feel like it, we would get shot in the face. They would have police, like, but when you're over 30, people just don't want to deal with you. Because I don't know if it's because you've seen, I don't know. And the people that are shitty when they're 30 were probably shitty when they were 10. But that's just how it goes, you know? So these ladies get, get escorted to their table. And they have those stupid shields on. You know, they, they agree to put on the shield, which is cool. The screaming match is over. 
And then the like they act like it's a huge deal. Then the, then the manager comes out. He kind of gives them the whole hey. I don't like to have to do it either. I hate to have to do this to you. Blah 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 blah. La mandaline. A wee wee. You know. And that's just how. And that and that's really all that happened. But I just think it's ridiculous. Like you cannot like the mask all you want, but have some respect for the people that are so fired up about this thing. Like, I have, my friends are a little bit more scared of, like, the COVID shit than me, but I still do all the shit that they do just because, like, you know, I I don't want to freak them out. I don't want to spread it. I don't want to get it. So I wear the mask, and I'm, like, respectful towards people. And I use street smarts, which is, I don't know if other people do this or, or even think to do this, but let me tell you something about COVID street smarts, right? You can take the mask down if you're outside you know, away from people. And then put the mask up when you see when someone's crossing you that looks like they might be freaked out by COVID. Or even if they're not, just kind of mask up. You never know. You know, it's not that hard. Then mask down when you're you're away from people. Hold your breath when you're, uh... No, I talked to my grandpa about this shit, too. So we're on the same train of thought when it comes comes to the breath holding. When you're at, like, a, you know, holding the door for somebody... Because you're not, a lot of people are using COVID to just be a dick. And you can't do that. You got to kind of be normal, but you got to be normal with the mask on, right? So I'll still hold doors with people, but I'll hold that, I'll hold my breath too, you know? So while pe- while I'm within a certain amount of, uh, of feet away from somebody, I'm not breathing on them. Now, now that doesn't make me like a fucking hero or anything. I don't feel like. You know, it's just, it literally takes no effort on my part to just wear the fucking mask. And I hate it, and it makes me break out under my chin, and that sucks. But, hey, I found a cool mask that I like. I think that's a big step. I think, I mean, and I was really, uh, I was really, at first I was like, I'm never going to buy a mask, dude. If you buy a mask, you're a sucker. This thing's going away in three weeks. Then three weeks, three weeks came, and I extended it, and I extended it, and, and then I was like, "Fuck it, dude! I'm buying a mask." So I went to the uh, the 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 mall, and I went through the stores, and I found a cool like Chicago Bulls one at PacSun, and they wanted thirty bucks for a mask, and I I told myself, if you buy a mask that costs more than fifteen bucks, you're a sucker. So I went outside to the kiosk, and I found a Louis Vuitton. Supreme collab mask, 100% real, 100% authentic. I paid the guy right there. I paid him uh, like, like tw- I actually paid him 15 bucks. I hit my limit, but, but I got two masks, right? I got one um, for me and I got one for my girlfriend's niece. Now the one for my girlfriend's niece was supposed to be for me, but I guess the SpongeBob ones only come in kid sizes and the guy didn't tell me that. So now I go from being a guy with too, too small of a mask on to being a guy who got a, a gift for his girlfriend's niece. So, hey, I'm a sweet guy, and I got a, I got a sick Supreme uh, Louis Vuitton, again, 100% authentic mask on. So I don't mind wearing that shit as much. And, and the alternative is you get in a screaming match every time you want to go have dinner or lunch with your, with your daughter. Is that what you want? Do you want does that make you feel... And, it might make her feel alive. Does that make it? I mean, think about it. If you go into a place with no mask on and there's signs everywhere, you see everyone has a mask on, you're looking for a fight. 
Like, what do you expect? Like, I feel like if you don't get screamed at, you're going to be kind of disappointed. If you, if, you go into a ma- if you go into a store with no mask on and don't get screamed at and don't get into a fight, you're disappointed. It's like if someone waits their whole life to, to go out and have a drink on their 21st birthday and they've got their ID ready and then the bouncer doesn't check their ID and he just brings them a gin and tonic or whatever the fuck or a whiskey or a, or a white claw. I don't know. I don't care. I gave too many examples. I got too specific for that one. We'll work on that in the future. But, um, yeah, man, you're going to be pissed because you had that. You were ready to go. You were ready to go with the ID. And these two ladies were ready to go for a fight. And if that's something that brings that, that mom and daughter closer together, then that's cool. I mean, that's a feel-good story. But it's really not, though, if you're spreading COVID and killing people's grandparents. And maybe there's like some other type of crime that th- that they can do together, you know? We'll bring them closer together, and it's just a, it's a less of a hassle, you know? Because, I mean, if if everybody that works at La Madeleine is yelling at you because you don't want to wear a mask, then who's back there making my salmon salad, you know, my salmon Caesar salad? No one, because everyone's having to scrounge up together to find you a, a shield. Just go, just go buy them, or find another crime that you guys can can pull off together that brings you closer. Like, okay, so I I was looking up uh, how much like a real Supreme face mask is. Like you know the brand Supreme, all uh, the hype beast brand. Uh, they really make these shits, dude. Retail twenty four bucks. You know what it's selling for on StockX right now for a face mask, two hundred and seventy dollars. Probably used, right? Probably used by a COVID patient. They wouldn't care, dude. And this thing doesn't even look like it's that good of a mask. Like it's fine. It it has holes in it. I don't understand how how that works. It's got a nose. It's got no straps. This is the stupidest mask I've ever seen, and it's $270. If anything, that that mother and daughter should go rob the Supreme store at gunpoint. They should go, and and now I would never, you know, tell anybody to commit a crime and pick up a gun and shoot anybody unless it's a Komodo dragon. Those things got to be shot. Like uh, once again reiterating the Komodo dragon, you see a Komodo dragon and you're in your burb and you're in the suburbs, open that garage. You gotta shoot that you, that thing. You gotta drive to the gun store, drive back and shoot that bad boy before it goes door to door. You know, trying to push religion on you or something. Two hundred and seventy dollars for a Supreme mask. That's ridiculous, bro. I would uh. I'd be so mad. I, I really hope that whoever buys this mask just gets COVID. And they probably wouldn't even care. Like, if, if someone told them, hey, I'll give you this mask, but it really does nothing against uh against COVID, you're going to still get it. They'll be like, eh, worth it for the drip. And sometimes the drip is worth it, I guess. But, um, man, I'm just, I, I'm just sick of the, I hate the phrase Karens, but I'm sick of Karens. You know what I mean? And I don't know what's worse. The Karens are the people that complain about the Karens, but still, dude. I can't go anywhere without without seeing somebody just cause a scene somewhere. Like me 
me and my girlfriend went to go uh, every once in a, in a while, about every two months, we go and do pedicures together. You know, it's about, it gets to be about that time. My nails start to get a little, my toenails start to poker in the bed. They start to grow into my skin. It doesn't feel as good to wear my Crocs anymore. So then I know, hey, it's about time to take me and my girl to the the nail salon. And she gets her her fingers and and nails done, her toenails done. And I just do my toes and I I sit in the, uh, you know, the, the little massage chair. And and I and I over listen to gossip. I listen to gossip, and and all they have on the uh, the TV are those property brother shows, where it's all the brothers who look alike, and they they're selling property. I think it's called Property Brothers, but yeah, that's all the show that's ever. That's the only show that's ever on in there. Well, we were we were in there today. My girl was getting or uh, not today. We we're in there a couple of days ago. My girl's getting her fingers painted. And this takes a long-ass time, dude. And there's a line out the door. People are complaining. Some people are leaving. Some people are trying to stick it out. The whole thing is socially distanced or whatever. So it's like that adds to the the stress of it, you know? All the seats are taken. You don't want to sit too close to somebody. And this lady comes in. And she is... uh, she just seems like a chill lady, like a normal, you know, a Texas lady. And all of a sudden, these two kids come in, and they're like, Hey, uh, we came to get that phone charger from you. And these are two, like, high school age kids. I don't know what they're doing. So they, so they, uh, they start chatting up this lady, and I'm like, well, this is their grandma, you know. Um, they're probably just waiting on her to be done so they can go to a movie theater or something, you know. Maybe they're gonna watch uh, *Tenant*. I don't know. Uh, I don't know other movies out. That's just the one. My buddy Chris always. Every time I see him, he's like, "Did you see *Tenant* yet?" And I say, "No, I'm not. I'm not. I haven't uh, gone to the movie theaters." But yeah, man, th- this lady gets to talking and she just starts telling these two kids her life story and her life story is crazy bro she starts off by talking about her rapper daughter and right right as she said her daughter's a rapper it piqued my interest because i'm like well what mom ever wants to to brag about her white rapper daughter you know she says um yeah my my daughter was a yeah, you ever heard of nerdcore rap? And I was, she's not talking to me. She's talking to these kids, but I'm sitting right next to her. And they're like, no, I've never heard of it. She starts to explain kind of what nerdcore rap is. And it's it really sounds stupid as hell, honestly. It, it's, a, it's about, like, video games. And it's mostly just white people rapping about video games. It sounds like what you would expect it to be, really. Anytime something... I don't know, like, anytime rap has something core, horror, core, blah, blah, core, 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 that's stupid as fuck, dude, you lose me. My eyes glaze over, and I don't want to hear about it anymore. And I don't want to hear about your rapper daughter, because I bet she sucks. So here's the thing. Anytime someone tells me they're a rapper, and it's the same thing as, like, me telling people I'm a comedian or, like, I do a podcast, I'm sure their eyes glaze over. 
But I hear somebody's trying to be a local rapper or something, and I'm like, oh, okay, cool, good luck. You know, my my voice gets real high, real, oh, okay, well, that's awesome, good for you, you know? Because, like, with, the, with being a local rapper, you got to be really good before you're taken seriously as, like, a rapper. Same thing with a comedian, like... With the, if you tell somebody you're an open mic comedian, you're insane until proven funny. Same thing with, with rappers or musicians. You're like, oh, well, you're corny until proven like good at what you do. So this, this lady's kind of bragging about her daughter. And she, names, and she name drops her, the rap name. And she says her rap name is MC Router. So I type in MC Router. I'm going to type it in right now for you. Reenact the whole thing. So I, I, pull, I pull up MC Router, and I know, and she comes up. This white chick with, like, crazy eyeliner on. She just looks like, I don't know, like an emo, whatever the fuck, dude. And I know it's her because she, she talked to us about, or not talked to us, I'm, I'm eavesdropping. This whole thing, you gotta, you gotta understand, I, uh, I shouldn't know any of this shit, but I do. And this wasn't intended for me, especially not to go talk about on a podcast. And, you know, because this lady is local. They're from, like, Fort Worth. So I look up this MC Router girl. And a lot of shit comes up. Like, she's kind of, like, famous in the rap scene, in this type of rap scene. But she's mostly famous for being on Dr. Phil as the girl who converted to Islam went from being a nerd core rapper to converting to Islam and her mom goes on there because she's afraid that her daughter is going to be like a terrorist right so this and I'm looking at the mom I'm feet I'm like feet away from the mom and she's like yeah I mean my daughter was a rapper, and she got paid all this money, and she, uh, she did all this, and she did all that, and she, she's, uh, she's got, uh, she's got a tattoo that says level up on her, on her chest, and she's all saying, like, like all this shit's cool, which, I mean, hey, good, good for you, I guess, but what, but what she didn't tell these kids was that her daughter went on Dr. fucking Phil, dude, her and her daughter. Because her daughter converted to Islam and her mom was afraid she was going to be a terrorist. I'm going to try to find the video of, uh, of all this. Here we go, man. All right, we're playing this shit, this dude. Is Kristen, this is the Dr. MC Phil. Router. She's an internationally recognized rapper. This is Abby. She's I don't know how internationally recognized, but... doesn't drink alcohol, abstains from sex and praise five times a day. Now, it may seem like they have nothing in common, right? Well, they do. Actually, they are the same person. <gasps> Almost two years ago, Kristen converted to Islam and changed her name to Abby, actually Abadah. Her mother, Darlene, says Kristen, who she refuses to call Abby, she's concerned you, you've gone too far. What do you say to her about her fear? She thinks you're going to become a terrorist. <laughs> oh, my God. Okay. So, uh, this, this lady, all right, MC Router, 
formerly known as MC Router, converted to Islam, and that's cool, but clearly her, her mom doesn't really fuck with it. And, and and even I don't know if she's kind of backed up on it or whatever, but just the, she really underplayed the whole Muslim thing. Like she, I think when she was telling like those kids, she was like, "Yeah, my daughter, she learned maybe some different languages." This, your daughter was full on on Doctor Phil. Tell, give the people what they want to know. Now, I mean, who cares? She she changed religions. I don't give. I don't care about that. What's crazy is the mom. Oh my, I'm surprised his mom's even showing her face anywhere, dude. She's gonna get canceled. She's over here uh, calling her daughter a terrorist for converting to Islam on Dr. Phil. I mean, are you... They're showing, <laughs> they're showing planes crash into the tower from like, like 9-11 videos on this Dr. Phil, uh, this Dr. Phil episode. Oh, I mean, I, I understand what, uh kind of information she gets from about Islam based on the media um, and, and movies and TV shows and things like that. But um, she that's the problem. She won't take time to look at what is really Islam and how peaceful the religion is. Okay, all right, all right, all right. So what I don't understand is the mom is freaking out that her daughter was wanted to be uh, converted, wanted to convert to Islam, you know? Who cares if you got a Muslim daughter, right? Like, I would be way... Okay, so what What makes me mad is she was... She was so concerned about her daughter changing religions that she went on Dr. Phil. But here she is bragging that her daughter was a nerdcore rapper. A white nerdcore rapper who had level up tattooed on her chest. If, if they changed into any religions and stopped doing that... I would be happy, man. If my if my kid joined a cult, I'd be happier than if they were a nerdcore rapper. Let's uh let's play some some of this music. I haven't listened to this yet. This is MC Router uh control panel. Again, not hating on you or your life choices. Um I'm I'm a little hating on your life choices actually cuz I'm looking on your All right, so this this song on YouTube She's got, like, way too many bracelets and wristbands on. Like, what are you doing? It looks like you, you took every bracelet in Hobby Lobby and stole it, and then you tattooed Geek Life onto your knuckles. And you have that. Okay, all right. I'm, I'm, I'm going to play your song now. Let's see what, let's see what you got. A party in your butthole? Literally, what? That was the first sentence that I made uh, that I could even hear. This is awful. This is terrible. If anything, this song made her a terrorist. She was a terrorist before. And then she, thank God, found the light and stopped doing this. She stopped making this type of music because this was the terror. Let's keep this, let's keep going. Get out my yard unless you're a garden gnome. 
bars. Alright, I'm out of here. That's terrible. MC Router, that's the worst. Whatever she's doing now is better than what this is. And if that mom doesn't see that, then I'll adopt you. I'll be your mom. You can be whatever religion you want. Just don't make any more uh, nerdcore rap. And that goes for anybody. If, you, if you're a nerdcore rapper, I'll be your mom. I'll, I'll raise you. I'll set you on the right path with, with strict, stern guidance and advice. Because whoever is letting you do this, and again, I'm, a, I'm doing a podcast in a garage here, and I'm giving you advice, and I'm genuinely I'm worried about anyone who's, who's wearing 100 bracelets and doing this nerdcore rap thing. Don't be doing, don't do this. No good. Dr. Phil's sick, dude. I love Dr. Phil. I'd love to, I'd love to hang with Dr. Phil. You know, like, uh, uh, you got to imagine, though, if I was a chick rapper and I went on Dr. Phil, I would totally think I was about to make it. Right? Like, this, this MC Router girl dropped the ball. She fumbled the bag here. Because the last girl that went on Dr. Phil wanted to be a rapper... And she did the whole argument with your mom thing. Catch me outside, girl. How about that? She fought her mom on national television to promote her rap career. Like a real American. And what did you do? You had a, a civil conversation with your mom. And your mom didn't accept you as you were. And it was sad. I don't want to see that. I want to see Cash me outside, girl, throwing chairs. You know? And, uh, man, Dr. Phil's sick. I'd love to hang with Dr. Phil. Dr. Phil's from Denton, actually. From UNT. We lived in the same area, me and Dr. Phil. Not at the same time, but same area. I'd like to picture Dr. Phil. I don't think he drinks much anymore. I've heard him, like, talk to Ron White and shit, and they're like, like, Ron White obviously drinks. I don't think Dr. Phil drinks as much. But I, I, I can tell you why he doesn't drink as much. And it's because he lived in Denton. Denton will ruin a drinker. Because it's cheap as shit. You can get so drunk in, in Denton for like next to nothing. I know homeless people who are, who are drinking all night at, uh, in Denton. On Fry Street, $2 doubles. Forget about it. Forget about it. For, Dr. Phil. Forget about it. Now, now imagine Dr. Phil... Just strolling through the streets and did. Woo! Yeah! I'm gonna go get some crooked crust, and later after that, I might go stop down at uh, Lucky Lou's. Woo! Yeah! Two dollar doubles! Man, the last time I had two dollar doubles at Lucky Lou's, my mustache floated above my eyebrows, and I had a unibrow. Now that's that's what I think, uh, Doctor Phil. Before a young Doctor Phil would sound like, you know, just out looking for for love in in the great city of Denton. Dr. Phil is back. 
I haven't gotten my doctor yet, I'm working on it. Now I am going to the zebra head where I will buy myself a bomb. Then I will go to Rusty's Tacos and have a margarita. The margaritas at Rusty's Tacos will put hair not only on my mustache, but they, it will take the hair off of my head. And that's, I mean, and that's just, that's just what there is to do it then. You know, I've already, I've already run, off, run out of shit, pretty much, you know? Oh, I'm just kidding. You can go to two dollar doubles any night of the week. Fry Street, baby. I won't drink later, but I do now. Yeah, man. I need to go on Dr. Phil. I need to. I need to. I need a problem. You know. I need to go on Dr. Phil and be like. So. Uh, today on my show, I have local podcaster Cameron Furtick. He claims to have opened his garage and found a Komodo dragon. Now, Cameron Furtick, you claim if you come in contact with a Komodo dragon, it can only be killed with gunfire or a sword. Why don't you have a seat? That's how it'd be. <laughs> That's, uh, I mean, and, you know, I would, I would gladly defend that point. Because you gotta kill a Komodo dragon with a gun. If you see a Komodo dragon, you can't, you can't just let it, uh, you can't let it get you. You can't let it spit on you. If you come too close, it's gonna spit on you. If the Komodo dragon comes too close, it will spit on you. So you have to catch it outside. How about that? Man, my, uh, my girlfriend was actually in the audience at Dr. Phil one time. I don't, it wasn't for this lady, but it was for uh, some other thing. You know, uh, the, 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 Apparently they were there all day. And they got, they didn't, they hardly got fed. It was, it sounded, she, now she describes it, and it sounds terrible. It sounds like uh, free labor for an audience, you know? It sounds like jury duty, almost. Like you're doctor, you're on Dr. Phil jury duty. All right, everybody follow in now. You will be only able to speak when you are speaking to... You will be fed on the schedule that I feed my fish. Once in the morning, and that's it. Now, if I, if I catch any of you making a peep or dressing outside of the dress code... Hold on, I gotta restart it. If I catch you outside of the dress code or making a peep, Dr. Phil will spank your bare ass on live television. Now you don't want that. All right. 
So, I mean, I guess it would be cool. It'd be cool to see Dr. Phil. I'd like to, I want to hang with Dr. Phil, though. I don't want to be there at the show. Like, I talked about my trip to New York uh, in the last podcast. And we went to the NBC studios. We took the tour. All that shit was cool. But then the line of people just wanting to be in the crowd at, like, a new show. I don't even remember. I don't even know who's who's the news. You know, whoever does NBC news, it could have been one of those morning shows where the the two ladies get drunk as hell, like at like eight and eight a.m. You know, it could have been one of those shows. But yeah, like the the line of people just to be a part of that was so long, and it's just I can't think of something that I would wait in line for like that, other than potentially. The Supreme Store to uh, to get one of those masks, you know, one of those two hundred and seventy dollar masks. I'd wait in line for that, and I would steal money out of out of anybody's purse or anybody's account just to have my Supreme. Cause it's all about the drip, baby. It's all about the drip. It's all about the drip. Uh, man, I think. I mean, that's gonna be it for me today. I think. This is probably one of my longer ones, dude. I think we're pushing on an hour. I said when I when I started this podcast that I want to do an hour of uh, of content and not say anything. An hour-long podcast and say nothing. And I think I, today, I don't think, I, I don't know if I've made it exactly an hour, but I think I'm damn close. And I could, I could go on. I could, I could keep doing shit. But, uh, you know, I think it's time to play the Dr. Phil closing theme music because I've said all there is to say. And it's been real fun to do this episode for you. And I'm working on my Dr. Phil impression. It sounds a lot like Mr. Garrison right now. But I swear, the more I do this, Oh, we're, we're changing up the song a little bit. The more I do this impression, the more it sounds like Dr. Phil hanging on Fry Street and slamming down Miller Lights with the boys like it was in, in college, unless it sounds like Mr. Garrison. Okay? Now, if I threw it in, okay? I can't do that shit, dude. I can't do, uh, like, South Park or, like, Family Guy impressions. That's a special type of cat. Don't listen to Cam, but listen to Cam. <laughs>